Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. I'm Dave Sulecki. And I'm PJ Doran. And this week we have Jackson Blackman as our guest. Moto America, the home of the AMA Superbike Championship featuring 190 mile an hour superbikes is the official sponsor of Pit Pass Moto. Tickets, info, and the complete 2021 schedule are available at motoamerica.com. All 20 Ono Superbike races air live on Fox Sports. Don't miss a minute of the action. Practice, qualifying, races, and video on demand with Moto America Live Plus streaming. Follow Moto America on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Latest road racing news. Sadly, there hasn't been any. All the series are on their short but wonderful summer breaks. Sadly, the AFT American Flat Track Series had to cancel their event from DuCoin, Illinois this past weekend due to weather. In off-road racing, we've got results of the MXGP of the Netherlands. Winner of the MXGP class was Tim Geyser. The Honda Rider finished 3-2 for first overall, followed by Antonio Cairoli, finishing second with an 8-1. And third, Romain Fabra on his Kawasaki finished 4-4 for third overall. So your point standings in MXGP is really starting to shape up after four rounds. Tim Geyser leading with 166. We've got a three-way tie for second. We got Jeffrey Hurlings, Antonio Cairoli, and Romain Fabra all sitting on 143 points. In MX2 racing, Iago Geertz goes 1-1 for first overall in the 250 class, followed by Jed Beaton, who went 2-3 for second, and KD Wolf finished third on his Husqvarna with a 5-2. Your points so far this year, Maxime Renault continues to lead with 141 points, followed by Mattia Gadargini sitting on 136, and Ruben Fernandez sitting in third with 133. We also have results from the AMA Outdoor Motocross in Spring Creek, which is Millville, Minnesota. Justin Barsha goes 1-2 for first overall in the 450 class, followed by Eli Tomac, who finished 3-4 for second overall. And points leader Dylan Fernandez finished third with a 2-5, so he salvaged a pretty bad uh, weekend for him. So sitting first in points is Dylan Fernandez with 262. 32 points back is Ken Roxon sitting on 230. And Justin Barsha is sitting in third place now, 55 points back. In the 250 class, Jeremy Martin at his home track finished 1-1 on his star racing Yamaha, followed by Michael Moseman finishing second with a 3-2 on his Gas Gas. In third, finished up Justin Cooper with a 2-3. So now your points leader is Justin Cooper sitting on 243 points, followed by Jet Lawrence, who's six points back. And his brother, Hunter Lawrence, is back. 33 points, sitting in third. This week's Pit Pass trivia question is, what is the longest motorcycle jump ever successfully made from a ramp, and who made it? We'll be back with that answer after we talk to Jackson Blackman. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, 
and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. We want to welcome to Pit Pass today, racer Jackson Blackman, number 18 of Jackson Blackman Racing, sitting P2 in the Twins Cup Series. How's it going, Jackson? You've had a great year. Good to talk to you. Yeah, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on. This is going to be my career best season thus far, and uh, I'm really looking forward to closing out these next few rounds. It looks like you are absolutely in the hunt for this title you'd be a fool to say you're not in it you're only 15 points back as i read it and you missed a a round or went no points on a round or two that certainly didn't help your cause and you've still found a way to battle to the front how do you see the the last couple races of this season going for you jackson we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up actually starting at at brainerd and uh minnesota here in a couple weeks We'll be breaking out the all-new R7. I'm really excited to see how it's going to stack up. And the MTO7 has already been proven, and I think that the R7 is going to be even a step further. So I think that these next few rounds, uh, you know, maybe have a little extra juice under me. So the R7, I work at a Yamaha dealer, Jackson, so I'm well aware of the bike. Looking forward to seeing it. For our listeners, it's essentially a a dolled-up MTO7, which you guys – technically do at your own shops the big change really would be front end and brakes is that a fair assessment yeah i'd say one of the the biggest differences is they've added some bracing to the chassis that should help the mt07 is a phenomenal bike but has a little bit of of chassis flex that should be fixed with the r7 with the the added bracing as well as the mt09 front end which should give a little more stability on the front which of course the mt07 we take and pretty much do a lot of the similar things but that added bracing i think will be the biggest help you've had a great season thus far what do you got a total of four podiums this season jackson so clearly as you said it's it's been your best season so far are you uh planning to combat yet again in the twins cup next year as we're we can see the end of this season or is it a open to uh what kind of offers you get at the end of the season yeah you know there's still a lot of a lot of racing to go and and trying to just focus this year on on this championship. However, I'm I'm already kind of looking at stuff for for next year and planning to continue the relationship with Yamaha. And it's been they've been very gracious to me this year. You know, really, I don't think we'd be racing without their support. And when I was sitting in December and had no ride and and no sponsors, no nothing really going for me. You know, they really kind of stepped up and believed in me. And luckily, I've been able to now kind of show some more potential and hoping to continue that relationship in some way, shape, or form into next year. They're definitely a a great company to race for, race with. Uh, Yamaha's done an amazing work. And one of their longtime racers, Mr. Valentino Rossi, as I understand it, you got invited to uh, his VR46 track, school, camp, whatever you want to refer to it as back in 2018. Did you go over and uh, get to ride with him and the crew there? Yeah, that was definitely an awesome experience. They Yamaha had sent over me and Corey Ventura to the master camp. We were there along with two Brazilian kids and a kid from Thailand. 
the experience was awesome. There wasn't a whole lot of riding, you know, actually with Rossi himself, you know, which is understandable as it was, you know, in the middle of the MotoGP season as well. But I got to do a lot of riding with uh, Bagnaya and Mino and Antonelli and all the academy riders, which was really awesome to kind of get that experience from them and, and see what it takes to race at the world level. So I'm kind of curious, Jackson, for a young man, you've got a lot of international travel experience now. I mean, going to uh, Italy to ride at Valentino Rossi's compound and on also the RC Cup in Spain. I mean, what's that been like for you? Kind of kind of talk about what that experience is like. It's hard to describe that. To be able to say that I'm 20 years old and getting to do, you know, even the things I've already done is is kind of crazy to think about. I've been very lucky and fortunate to have the right people and supporters behind me to be able to live the life that I do. But the experiences are, you know, ones that I'll never forget, you know, from uh, even though the world finals wasn't quite the results we were looking for. I mean, the the fact that I was able to go over there and represent America with Ben Smith and Drake and Alex and Corey was just awesome. And, uh, and also I think it's a big help to be able to go over with other Americans. Um, I haven't done an international trip by myself which I feel would maybe not be quite the same because everything is so much different there. But it's definitely experiences that will last forever. What's the uh, strangest thing you had to eat while you were over there? I didn't have anything too strange, but I know that the Italians will, will knock me for this, but I actually say I'm not the biggest fan of the pizza there. Interesting, because uh, usually people say the opposite, but hey, every, you know, everybody has their own taste. That's awesome. Yes, everything's so much different there. And I remember even in Spain, I tried to um, to kind of do my homework and, and learn a little bit of Spanish before we went. But my dad struggled a little bit more with that. So he had quite a time of, of trying to order coffee every day. Jackson, you're you're really in it with Caleb DeCarroll. You guys have been racing heads up against each other for quite a long time, right? You both have a fair bit of head-to-head experience with one another. Is that pretty fair? I, I seem to recall you guys racing as far back as your amateur days in Wera. Actually, my first year racing with Caleb DeCarroll was I did a Twins Cup wildcard race at New Jersey and Barber of 2019, which was the first race I had raced with him. But really, the the first racing that we had together was last season. And of course, you know, everything's so much different this year with new manufacturers and, and different bikes involved. But, you know, it's definitely been a pleasure, you know, racing with him. And it's always, you know, nice, close racing. And, and the pace has been really fast this year. Jackson, you're, you are arguably uh, one of the poster childs, if you will, for Moto America. Exactly what their lower tier classes are meant to do, bring racers up through the ranks, give them uh, all the racecraft practice that you need. Are there other kids that you're seeing or perhaps helping out that are coming in at the junior level right now? It feels weird to talk that way as if, I mean, those guys are all fast. I think that, you know, they'd run real quick in the Twins Cup as well, you know. I definitely see, you know, guys like Ben Glady and Tyler Scott that have been going really good. And I definitely see them, you know, making some kind of jump in the next year or so, I would I would assume. But yeah, I think there's even um some possibilities of maybe some of those guys maybe doing a race this year. I know that before I had some wild card opportunities and uh and we're even thinking about possibly getting together another Yamaha to maybe maybe rent out here at the next few rounds, but we're still trying to figure it out. That'd be a good way to go. So you're, I presume you're, uh, who's on your team with you? Is it just your dad or do you have uh, additional support as well? There's kind of uh, 
two sides to that question. So it is just me and my dad, but what comes with that is finish line machine, my dad's machine shop we have in the backyard. We've been, you know, very gracious to have some support from Yamaha, Yamalube this year, as well as a lot of other personal sponsors. But definitely there's been a lot of people that come into to play when it comes to my racing this season. And although at the track, you know, it's just me and my dad doing the actual work, you know, we definitely could not have done this season without so many people's support. I've been very lucky to have the people I have in my corner, especially to have my dad putting in the hours he is just to get the bike together for me. So Jackson, you just turned 20 pretty recently, correct? Yes, in June. Are you one of the racers who is attempting to continue education, you know, as in the form of college or junior college or whatever through your racing career? I know some guys do. A lot of guys don't. Just depends on how much time you actually have available in your day-to-day life. Yeah, you know, it's definitely tough with the racing and the traveling. You know, I wouldn't say it's that tough because, you know, I'm worried about when my racing next. And uh, I know that there's a lot of people who have a lot of other worries <laughs> in life. And I'm definitely very lucky to you know, have the problems that I have. But my dad owning the machine shop, I work full-time, part-time there. So when I'm home, I work full-time. But with the racing, there's a lot of traveling involved. So I also miss, you know, a lot more days. And, you know, any other job would already have me fired by now. But luckily working (laughs) for my dad, I don't have that problem. He's understanding about the race weekends. uh, And he's probably the guy driving the the truck to the race, I presume. Yeah, actually, I'm... uh, Give him a little first-class treatment for Brainerd. I'll be driving up the van. He'll be flying in just so you can have a, a few extra days in the shop since it'll be about a 20-hour 20, 20 drive up and take a couple of days. But for the most part, me and him drive to a majority of the rounds. Well, right on. I look forward to seeing you up there, Jackson. I'll be up there with uh, our good buddy Tommy Boy Howerson. We will have an RV in the infield, so... I'll come by and see you for sure. Tommy and I will swing by on our pit bikes and uh, check you out, you and your dad, and see how you're doing. And we wish you the best of luck as we near the end of of our time. Jackson, want to give you a chance to thank any sponsors that you uh, would like to before we roll out. Definitely a big thank you to Yamaha, Finish Line Machine, Northeast Cycles, Yamalube, Track Day Winner, GP Tech, Wiseco Pistons, HJC Helmets, Roaring Toys, Millennium Technologies, 1X, webcams, SBS brakes, Vortex, and 64 degrees for uh, all their support this season. Well, that's awesome, Jackson. Again, we look forward to seeing you at the track. Keep it up. We're pulling for you. Definitely uh, stay in the fight, man. You've still got a shot at this title, and we look forward to seeing how it plays out. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me on and look forward to trying to put on a show for the last couple rounds. Thanks to Jackson Blackman for joining us. This week's Pit Pass trivia question is, what is the longest motorcycle jump ever successfully made from a ramp, and who made it? The answer is, the current record jump of 351 feet was set by Robbie Madison in March of 2008. An incredible jump. In upcoming racing news, American Flat Track will return to action at Port Royal, Pennsylvania, July 24th. World Superbike will have its Dutch round July 23rd through the 25th 
And of course, Moto America is coming up at Brainerd, Minnesota. The return of Brainerd to the Moto A calendar, July 30th through August the 1st. In outdoor MMA motocross, we've got Washougal, Washington, Saturday, July 24th for their next round. MXGP of Czech Republic coming up July 25th. Thank you again to our guests for being with us today, and thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you can never miss an episode. If you have a moment, please rate and review us. We really appreciate it. Make sure you're also following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and visit pitpassmoto.com where you can check out our blog. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Hoverson, Chris Bishop, our producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. I'm PJ. And I'm Dave. We'll see you next week. Have a wheelie good time. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.